Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hi. This is not a Patreon, right? No, this okay. is not. Everyone will get a chance to hear this. It's going to be a little controversial. Oh, it's going to be a lot controversial, I think. Controversial. Just, just because of the case. Yes. Um, and it is... This case is so hard to be unbiased. It is. It's hard to be down the middle, but we are going to try as hard as possible. I feel like I'm about as down the middle as you're going to get, and I'm still... A little biased. A little biased towards one side, and it's definitely not the side that you would think. Yeah. So, it's just, it's... It's it's a rough one, and there's not a lot. There's no. I mean, I think I saw maybe three other podcasts about it. Oh, really? Um, very biased, very one sided. Uh, I don't want to. I, I don't want us to be very and, biased. No, and it, I don't want us to be either. Um, every all the information that I have, if it's conflicting information, I will say it's conflicting information. Um, if I could only find it in one source, I will say I could only find it in one source. Um, I went through search warrants and court documents, and as much as I could, there's still some cases that are still open, so you can't get a lot on it. But yeah, I I, I tried to get as much factual information as I could. Um, so it's going to be a two-parter. Um, it's going to be long. This first episode, I'm going to go through a timeline. Mm-hmm. Up into so we're doing Brianna Taylor. Yeah, we're doing Brianna Taylor. Um, she was a black female who was shot and killed by the police in Louisville, Kentucky, in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give a timeline up into up until excuse me the night of the warrant. Okay. And then next episode we will do the warrant, the shooting, and the subsequent actions. Next episode or in action. Next episode, yeah. Okay. But I wanted to try Oops. as much gr- lay as much groundwork as I could for this episode because there's people screaming things back and forth that just it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter, right? You know, it doesn't. It doesn't <clears throat> matter. It's such a sad case, too. It's, I, I mean, God. so many things went wrong. So many <clears throat> things went wrong. Um, it's just. What a fucking cluster. It's a hard... I've had a, a really hard time with this one. Chance just fucking plopped. Yeah, he did. Right behind me. <laughs> He's like, it's okay, Mama. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a hard time with this one. Yeah, you have. We've, um, we've kind of postponed it. Put it off a little a, bit because I, couldn't, I yeah. couldn't get through it. There's no other way around it. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. So. But here we are. Because I just... I, I, I want to try and be as as straight line as I possibly can, and it's it's hard with the information that's out there. It's very hard to pick factual information out of the, for lack of better terms, exaggerations because they're yeah. not exaggerations to be dicks. Like they're just right. exaggerate, you know. Right. So, yeah, it's a mm. it's been a rough one. Oh. So. Thank you for but doing I, this, But I think Mama, it needs to get I, out there. Yeah, and I, I've i wanted this 
to be done yeah. a long time ago. So And I just there's not there's not a lot out there. Yeah. Um the New York Times did a, a lot of articles on it. They actually did a documentary that I watched. Uh the Courier Journal did a few spots on it cuz they had they had journalists out there like the next day. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it really didn't get a lot of media attention until George Floyd Right. George Floyd was... How long after? Three weeks. Oh, that's short of a time. It was huh? not even... Well, not even three weeks. Two weeks. Was it really? Brianna Taylor was the 13th. George Floyd was the 25th. I mean, I knew they were around the same mm-hmm. time, but I didn't yeah. know they were that close. Yeah, George Floyd was the 25th. Wow. And then there had just been... Um, there was another officer-involved shooting in Louisville. Like the week before. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did know that. And then the um, Ahmad, whose last name I always say wrong. Right. He, there's literally no other way to put it. And I know like you hear this saying all the time, but like he he was shot for jogging while black. I, yeah. There's no other way to put it. That's I what know. happened. I know he he was, was targeted and that's what it was. And yeah. so a yeah, lot of these happened up. around the same time. So it became huge. Yeah. And the huge, the big thing with Brianna Taylor was one of the big protests. There was a hundred days of protests after her shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing that you hear a lot is say her name. Yeah, because she was almost being overshadowed. Right. Not right. Uh, not on purpose. Not in any way, shape, or form on no, purpose. But, but Floyd. Floyd overshadowed it. Oh, a yeah. lot. Big time. Um, because it became there were immediate body cam footage right of george Floyd. there was not with brianna taylor right so the right around the time that george floyd happened like within 24 hours they released her boyfriend's 911 call okay and that's when shit hit the fan in louisville okay um i i, I could see why so i mean i think it was the 28th and you're gonna you're gonna go through it i'm gonna go through so. all of it yeah so it's a lot, so buckle in, <laughs> is all I can say. It's a lot. Well, besides that, how's your day been? That's all right. You're back to yourself yeah. yesterday. I wasn't feeling good for a couple I, days. I felt terrible, and it yeah. was Mother's Day, and you just... I felt like shit. You were not yourself, Mm-mm. and it was throwing Mm-mm. me off. My blood sugar's been all funky, because when the weather changes, my blood sugar's harder to control than normal. Oh, is it really? So... I was going, like, I would go from 650, 700. I know the nurse is listening. Please don't don't yell at me. That's my norm. Um, to, like, 85 in two hours. Oh, so I was God. dropping and then trying to come up. And then it was just, yeah, so I haven't felt good. I was, and I wasn't sleeping. and Yeah, I felt terrible. Yeah, so, you like, were... the last four or five days were been miserable. Oh, they've been, they've been rough. And then I didn't have my jumpy leg medicine. I have restless leg syndrome. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking awful. And I didn't have any medicine on Saturday. And I tried to sleep and I just, I laid on the couch and cried. Oh, I felt terrible. When I you started crying, I'm like, oh my God. There was nothing. I tried icing. Like, like yeah. I was on, I was pacing the night before at work. I was Googling like homemade remedy. It, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. And then like the jumpy leg, it like got contagious because the yeah. next day then I got it. Yeah. I couldn't stay. So God bless my stay sister. Still. Yeah. But she handed me a baggie of them and she's like, <clears throat> I feel like a drug runner. And I was like, yeah, right. You should see how we fuck around with Adderall at work. I'm like, this is nothing. Right. So. 
and then I had my brain test this Saturday, mm-hmm. so um yep <clears throat> i don't know i don't think it won you kept saying i think won, i did bad well, it's not a pass or fail <laughs> and, and that that's what she said too you yeah. know but and that's what she said mm-hmm. huh? um but she said it's not a pass or fail it's not. but like just the questions you have to remember I, I was not doing well on the questions you have to remember you have a brain injury. Like you have to be kinder to yourself. I get it, and but that's what's frustrating about I know, it because I know. it's stuff like that you I, know you should be able to do. Yes. Yeah. And I I couldn't do it. Yeah, I get it. You know, playing with blocks, trying to make shapes. Yeah. And I I can't do it. Like on the computer. No, like oh, actual like blocks. For real? Oh. Yeah. Like that. That was one of the tasks. Yeah. To make different shapes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> oh my God. Did you have to make like a trapezoid? Yeah. What the fuck and is like, a trapezoid? Well, and like you're timed. Oh. So like you're trying, like I'm trying to hurry to, and I, I just couldn't do it. And it's something that I've done before. You know, like honestly, like the Chicago police test, when I tested, mm-hmm. like that was part of the test. Like, really? You, you had to make shapes and everything to see. Because it's hand-eye coordination. Hand-eye coordination, yeah. Do you remember the game that they used to have where you had to put the shapes in while the game like. Yeah, sure. And if you didn't get them popped. enough. Yeah. Yeah, I do. We used to get time for that in gym, I remember. You in played gym. that in gym? Yeah, it was like the, it was like a hand-eye coordination fucking day. Like you had to stretch and then like, yeah, it was, oh, I don't know. That's so weird. It was weird. But uh, anyways, I, I know it's not a pass or fail, but man, it's it's frustrating when you know you could do things before yeah. and then it just... The new normal is frustrating. The new normal is frustrating, yeah. you know, but the people that asked about the brain test, I'm good. Thank you. It, it I mean, wasn't anything. Good is a relative term. Yeah, it's but... just, it was a cognitive test, so it, yeah. it was long and drawn out and after i was just my brain felt like and she she's like it's going to because it's it's that you stimulated You're overstimulated it. yeah so and then i felt like, terrible because i finally got medicine and fell asleep mm-hmm. for an hour and a half <laughs> right. and didn't wake up to the phone <laughs> right yeah yeah while i was there i didn't know i didn't know what to do i and i look at her she's like you're gonna finish a little early i'm like I can't oh, wake God. my wife up. I, yeah, I was like, yeah. Jamie worked yesterday. She's working tonight. I know she went to sleep. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to have to call my mother-in-law. So I called her. <laughs> you know, she didn't answer. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm just stuck. Can I have a so ride home? I called doctor? Jax, and thank God Jax answered. Yeah. You know, and he gave the phone to Nana. But I, I was like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I, Jamie went to bed. Yeah. I can't wake her up. <clears throat> I'm going to be done at the doctor's office. Uh, so the doctor had the best crocs ever. Yeah, the whole crack was bedazzled. But <laughs> yeah. her waiting room. Oh, my God. It's so I relaxing. I want to live there. It's all in blue. Yes. It's and the so music. Re- all the music is like. I'm like, if they don't call him back in the next two fucking minutes, I'm going to sleep here for four hours. Like <laughs> That's, that's what I what... thought you were going to do. Like, the fir- put your the first feet time I did. And... Yeah, I know. She came out. I had my big old headband pulled over my eyes. <laughs> the She's music like, well, that's the first amazing. time I've seen that. And I was like, it's so comfortable in here. Yeah, like it's the glorious. music is like, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's it's not I like a waterfall, but I it's just. I don't know. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's so relaxing it, in yeah. there. <laughs> I was starting to doze off when I, sh- I was waiting for her to call you back. I'm like, fuck, hurry up. 
<laughs> but thank God Jack spam called you and he's like, he finally calls me back when I'm in the middle of a test. Yeah, of course. And it was like a memory test. And she's like, go ahead, just, just answer it. <laughs> and Jack's like, okay, I called mom. I spam <laughs> called her. She, she's coming. I'm like, thanks, buddy. Thank God we're six minutes from the doctor. So it's not like you had to wait long. No, I didn't have to wait long at all. Yeah. You know, and at the end, she's like, you know, we finished up and she's like, you know what? Let me do one more memory test. You were there. You know, you might as well. Yeah. She's like, I got you here. Let's just do it. Knock it out. But man, I was, I was done after that, uh, that test. And then I went back to work that night and you were Uh, by yourself. I know. I know. It was a long weekend. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. A lot of people are getting shot, by the way. Well, the weather's changing. It's, it's that time of season again. (laughs) They had one. And first it came in as she was shot. Then it was, she's not shot. Then it was, there's something in her eye. (laughs) <laughs> then she was shot. How does it go from they, I'm shot to something? And I'm like, I wonder if she was like in a car and it was like glass. Cause right, that. right. So then I end up talking to the crew later and they explained to me what happened. And she was shot. She had, she was shot in the hand and had a graze wound to her head. Yeah. And he's like, she, she was just on the phone. And I'm like, on the phone with who? Yeah. And he's like, her cousins, her third cousins, her neighbors, <laughs> fucking Facebook Live. I finally like took the phone away when she got on Facebook Live in oh, the back yeah. of the ambulance. And he's yeah, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I yeah. slapped the phone out of her hand. Right. He's like, I don't talk to that many people in a fucking week. Right. She's just calling everybody. I got shot. I got shot. I got shot. And I was like, I mean, I would probably She's tell people too, wound. but I feel like I would wait a yeah. little. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would feel like a badass. I, well, you know. she had a grace wound to her head. Yeah, I, I'd so, feel like a badass. I'd, yeah. I'd call everyone too, but it, it would be a whole bunch uh, of three people. Yeah. Well, yeah, all three people that I know. It would be you, Jax, and Leah. Because the only other two people I know would be fucking transporting me. And I'd be like, you guys going to tell everybody? Right. Are you going to tell everybody? Right. Then we had marshals in another town. Oh, geez. Yeah. So... It was a weekend. It's, yeah. It was a... uh, One of my old partners made the news in the Dalton shooting. Which, oh, we had a lot of Dalton shootings. Yeah, the detective who took my spot. I'm not going to say his name because I don't don't think he wants it. Oh. But he made the news. He he was so proud. He sent, uh, you know, I group chat with him and... And Lugo. Oh, and okay. Oh, oh, he made the news for the first time. Yeah, it was oh, a picture of. You have to show me that. <laughs> and then Lugo's comment: "Yeah, you're looking at decks." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I fucking love Lugo. He, we have a new call taker, and Lugo came to drop off a gift and pick up a gift. Yeah, and he fucking, you know, they bang on the door. Yeah, because there's a sign on the door that says bang loud yeah and i'm like who the fuck is banging like they're the police and then he walks in i was like oh it's the police <laughs> so he just waltzes in the fucking office like he owns the place he's touching stuff and right. going through everything and hitting me and throwing stuff and this poor new call taker is like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> like, this random fucking man in here and then another another one from a different town came in yeah and I was like, "Do you shoot somebody?" And he just looked at me, and I was like, "I love you." <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, she, she's just getting a taste of all of them. I'm sure in. he will this summer. Oh, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. He's on number eight or nine. Well, then he cracks me up because I have I have LGBT 
LQ, all of the letters. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Flags on my desk yeah. and the desk across from me. And he's like, what's with the flags? And I was like, Craig's gay. Yeah. And he looked at me and I was like, did, did you expect a different answer? <laughs> you know, it's not me. Right. So, and I was like, maybe your boyfriend, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He's like, yeah. All right. Craig, who you always work with. My Craig. Yeah. Craigery. Yeah. Who. Your uh, work husband. Yeah. Who. What was I going to say? I had to ask him what pickleball. Do you know what pickleball is? Yeah. It's kind of like baseball. What, what? It's like tennis with a wiffle ball. How come everybody yeah. knows about pickleball but me? Yeah. We used to play when we were kids. What the fuck? I had no idea. I, that's why I talked to him this weekend. I didn't know what fucking pickleball was. Yeah. It's kind of like in between baseball and wiffle ball. Why do they call it pickleball? Uh, I don't know. Because like, be if you're in a pickle, you. you're between bases. Yeah, I, I, yeah don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. So yeah, we had an eventful weekend. I'm using the the mug that you made me. I love it. The container. The container. He's like, can you can you get that container you made yeah, me? I'm like wh- the cup. Wh- whatever the, the fuck cup you I call made you. It. It's a yeah. cup, babe. Cup, mug, tumbler. container, tumbler. Cup. It's a cup. It's game day. I had this one today with my coffee in it. It says it's a dry shampoo and coffee kind of day. Oh yeah, that's two good. fucking girls were like, T- same dude, same. And I was like, it's doing the Lord's work today. I don't yeah. Know what's today, so no, but it saves the ice. This so is I from look- this morning. This ice. Yeah. So I, I've my tumblers on my Etsy morning. shop. Yes, please check out the ep- Etsy shop. Why don't you say it? So I I know I've posted it, but it's trash by cash. Trash by cash. How do you get to it? Uh, trash by cash. Cash with a K. Um. It's yeah, trash by cash dot etsy dot com mm-hmm. or etsy dot com forward slash shop forward slash trash by cash. Awesome. Um one more thing and then we should probably get started because we're twenty minutes in already. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um well, this, I haven't talked to you in four days. I know I haven't talked to you Sorry. either, so it's it feels good. Um this Friday we will be in Novi, Michigan. Uh, just outside Detroit for Motor City uh, Comic Con. It's going to be the 19th, so this Friday at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m., we will be in the Coral Room uh, giving our podcast panel um, the making of a true crime podcast. So if you are in the area, I already have one fan that hit me up that uh, is going, but if you are in the area... Come and check us out. Um, I'm going to bring some stuff. We're, we're going to bring uh, some merch. We we don't have a, a booth or a table or anything. We're just driving in and driving out. I'll have a big old backpack. So we'll, yeah, Jamie will bring a backpack for some stuff. So in case you want to buy some some merch. But merch. Uh, that is, uh, I guess, all the business that we have. Do we have any new Patreons? Uh, no. We don't. Okay, no Patreons. Uh-uh. It's okay. So, all right. Well, why don't we jump into Brianna Taylor, babe? All right. Sorry, I'm sending a text. Okay. On March 13th of 2020 in Louisville, Kentucky, 26-year-old Brianna Taylor was fatally shot by Louisville Metro Police. The police were conducting one of five no-knock search warrants that night. Um, Immediately details surrounding the warrant and Brianna's death were mysterious. 
what was talked about was very conflicting. Some referred to her murder as the result of a, quote, botched raid. Others call it an unjustifiable murder. A hundred days of protest followed, which resulted in seven more people shot in one night. I had no clue about either. that. Two died. No, two died? Two, two that I know of. There might be more, but two that I know of for sure died. I the, had that were shot. no clue about um, that. That, oh, yeah, that one got me. Um, it's hard to know the truth of specific details, but it seems to be the culmination of a series of catastrophic errors. An attorney for Brianna's family would state if only one step of each of those wouldn't have happened, Brianna would still be alive. No-knock warrants quickly came under fire, and it also became known that standard ground laws in Kentucky and no-knock warrants would slam into each other, creating situations like this frequently. Yep. You got an issue with that. So, <clears throat> it's either one or the other. You can't have both. You, you can't, can't have both. You cannot have standard ground laws and no-knock warrants. Because they're going to clash and you're going to have an incident And that like is this. literally what happened. Yeah. Standard ground law in Kentucky and no-knock warrants. Yep. They came together in a not great way. No-knock warrants, in my opinion, doing... I, I've done quite a few search warrants in my time. Um... The, there really was no reason no. for and I'll, no I'll get into them later i'll explain what a no-knock warrant versus a knock and announce warrant right. versus a regular search warrant are right why people go for a no-knock warrant stuff like i get i'll get into it actually in this episode so right. um brianna taylor was born on june 5th of 1993 in grand rapids michigan to 16 year old mother tamika palmer uh, her father was incarcerated most of her life and she grew up a little bit in Michigan, but in 2008, uh, Tamika and her boyfriend, Trory, I believe, Harard. Trory? T-R-O-R-Y. Trory. Um, they moved to Louisville, Kentucky with Brianna. At that time, Brianna actually had a younger sister living in Kentucky, so they reunited with her. Hmm. Um, she attended local schools for elementary and middle schools. Tamika would say that Brianna wanted to help people from a young age. She would remember uh, Brianna wanting to check her grandmother's blood sugar oh. and, and help give her insulin. Um, Tamika would say that the two grew up together because she was so young when she had her. Yeah. And that um, Brianna was a better version of, of her. She would say that frequently, oh. frequently, that Brianna, quote, was a better version of me. Yeah. Um, she took care of everyone and tried to be the role model for younger family members. She was the firstborn. She was the first baby in the family, first baby for Tamika, and the first grandbaby. Right. So she was known as the baby even after others came after her. She graduated from Western High School in 2011 and decided that she wanted to, to go to nursing school. So she started the University of Kentucky in 2011. So now this is where, if it's out there, I couldn't find it. Okay. Um, for some reason, um, she did not stay at the University of Kentucky. She did leave. Um, mm -hmm. But in 2012, she met a Western, universe, a Western Kentucky University student by the name of Kenneth Walker on Twitter. He said that they just kind of, you know, back and forth on Twitter because that was the thing then. Yeah. And they started as friends and then started dating on and off for years. Yeah. Um, he was the one in the apartment with her. That okay. Night. Yeah, okay. So they were together for a, yeah. a long time. Um, <clears throat> it, it, like I said, I couldn't find why she left the university. Um, and it's unknown if Kenneth Walker graduated from Western Kentucky. Okay. 
In January of 2016, Brianna became an EMT recruit for Louisville. Oh, really? She was an EMT. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, She graduated in June of 2016 as an EMT and was working for Louisville Metro Emergency Services. I have to sneeze. Bless you. (coughs) Bless you as your brains fall out. Um, So it was really long hours and low pay. Same girl, same. Uh, The other thing that I read today that I was like, oh my God, she's me. She would work all day, come home, eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles, and go to bed. Oh, God, that's you. (laughs) I was like, we constantly have Fruity Pebbles in the house. Holy shit, that's you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she ended up leaving Louisville Metro Emergency Services and started working as an ER tech. So she worked at Norton Hospital and Jewish Hospital. Those were the names of them. I couldn't find when she started at them. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple articles said that she worked as a PRN, which was a practicing registered nurse. Yeah. But I found conflicting definitions of practicing registered nurse. It almost sounds like in Kentucky, a PN, a practicing nurse, is almost yeah. like a CNA, which here is a certified nurse's assistant. I, okay. Um, and a PRN... The definition that I found was practicing registered nurse, which is a a nurse who had further education. So it was almost like a specialty nurse. Oh. She wasn't there yet. Okay. She was working on going to school. She was actually getting ready to apply to Ivy Tech in uh, Indianapolis. Okay. Which is, we have Ivy Tech students ride with us. Yeah. So it's not far. Not far at all. Right. So she was working nights. Um, She loved it. She loved taking care of people. Um. At some point in 2016, I don't know how or exactly when, but she met Jamarcus Glover. Now, we'll hear Jamarcus Glover's name because he was the target of these no-knock search warrants. Okay. Uh, We do know that in December of 2016, Brianna rented a car that Jamarcus drove. Uh, That same month, on December 2nd, Fernandez... Rambo Bauman was found. Rambo? His his nickname was Rambo. Oh, my God. I thought it was like his middle That'd name. Be amazing. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. I was reading a piece of paper today, too, with an attorney whose name was John Walker. I'm like, if he's not going by Johnny Walker, he is missing <laughs> right. a life opportunity. That I mean, come on. <laughs> right? So. Oh, man. So Rambo Bauman uh, was found dead in the vehicle from eight gunshot wounds. Ooh. Uh, he either hit a house or a pole on South 25th Street after being shot. That's how he was found. Damn. So Brianna ends up getting brought in because this rental car is in her name. Yeah. So that's when people say she was brought in for a murder investigation. This would be it. Now, Bowman was friends with Glover. Um, <clears throat> Glover told investigators, Jamarcus, excuse me, told investigators that he gave Bowman the keys to, quote, run an errand. And that... In the car, quote, three baggies of drugs were found. Okay. okay. Now, when questioned, um, Brianna denied knowing Bowman and that she said she rented the car for Jamarcus and that she had been dating him for several months. Mm-hmm. So it's it's believed by me that she met him at some point early 2016. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So now, from what I could tell, she was dating both of them. She dated Jamarcus pretty, yeah. pretty steady. For a couple years, mm-hmm. and then they broke up for the first time in 2018 and started kind of an off and on thing, and the same thing with Kenneth. When yeah. she was with Kenneth, she wasn't with Jamarcus, and vice versa. She was still talking to both of them, right. but not exclusively dating. Yeah, I so, gotcha. 
Now, police didn't think that Brianna was involved. Um, she gave a phone number to the police for Jamarcus, and it was a number that he used up until 2020. But someone else was subsequently arrested for this murder. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't Jamarcus that did it. Um, in 2017, uh, records show that Brianna posted bond for Jamarcus twice. And in 2018, they broke up possibly for the first time, beginning the on-off period of the relationship. Yeah. I'm giving this timeline for a reason. No, I, I get it. <clears throat> so Brianna's Aunt Bianca, um, her name was Bianca Austin, said, quote, I think she really genuinely liked Jamarcus, but didn't know how to cut ties with him. Uh, a community activist and organizer by the name of Christopher 2X would later say Brianna's relationship with DeMarcus needed to be acknowledged. He said, quote, you can't just look away from it and act like it's not there. My hope is courageous people will say, there it is. It is what it is. But was this shooting justified? She should be alive today. Mm. Side note, if you know anything about the case, it is said many times that she was shot because of her ties to Jamarcus Glover. Right. So <clears throat> now Louisville is we talked about Forsyth County being yeah. notoriously racist. Right. Louisville isn't necessarily necessarily racist, but very much still segregated. Yeah. Um in twenty seventeen, Louisville began foreclosing, repossessing, and demolishing derelict properties in West Louisville as part of a redevelopment plan. Uh, this was a way to make way for new low income and affordable, ho- and affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Tensions between the Louisville Police Department and the city's black residents had grown tremendously over a decade, um, over, excuse me, what was widely seen as decades of heavy-handed policing and discriminating practices. Yeah. In the 1980s, a federal consent degree across the United States required hiring of one black recruit for every two white recruits for police and fire departments. The goal was to raise the black representation to 15%. 40 years later in Louisville, 10% of over 1,100 officers are black. That's it. Wow. That's like maybe 100 officers. Yeah, that's not much at all. No, one of which which lived in the building with Brianna, lived in the same building as her. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So Kentucky State Rep Charles Booker, who is black, said, quote, the trauma of it, the reality of it just set in for so many of us that this agency really isn't built for us, which that's what they're showing. Yeah. Um, Louisville soon adopted a stop and frisk policy similar to Bloomberg in New York, but it was for traffic stops. Really? They were pulling over cars for minor offenses and then finding a reason to search the vehicles. Okay. Now there there's there are videos and I will get to it, but there are some videos where these officers, you know, they're being questioned, why'd you stop me? And the officer's like, Well, how else do you want us to stop violent crime? There could be more in between that video. We obviously are not seeing the whole thing, but I don't think you should be asking that person that. Yeah. (laughs) Like so, you mean telling? Yeah. That, that's rough. So. Yikes. Yeah. This is. Uh, what are you doing? I, I had a quote. Oh. Sorry. Um, so it came to a culmination when in 2019, 
a video was released virally mm-hmm. of a, a young black teen being pulled over. Um, he was his high school's homecoming king. Like, yeah. good kid, you know, for all yeah. intents and purposes, good kid. He was pulled over for making a wide turn. And when he was pulled over, he's one of the ones that asked, "Why? Why did you stop me?" Yeah. And they're not—they're not giving him a set a straight answer. Right. A simple, you had a traffic infraction. Right. Like it, it, you had a traffic infraction. Yeah. So they showed this kid being pulled over and handcuffed, and then he's one of the ones that they said, "Well, how else do you want us to stop violent crime?" And oh, then they cut to the dude. video where the the dog's in his car. Dude. So I mean. It it became, it became a big to do because now people are pissed. Yeah. So multiple um, lawsuits actually came from this. So like I said, the department was sued three times that year for racial bias against black motorists. Oh um, wow! This was the teenager. Um, he went to get a slushie in his mom's lawsuits car. are not. Like, they're very common. They're a dime a dozen when it comes to police departments. So that's... Now, the big thing, too, with the lawsuits, you'll find later, like, um, the FBI opened an investigation into the shooting. Yeah. And they did it to assess civil rights violations. Right. Which is a big thing with the lawsuits. But just so so people know, we're we're sued nonstop. Um, A father and his nine-year-old were boxed in by police cars for failing to signal. And a man and his caregiver were stopped for an obstructed windshield and then were told to stand barefoot on the asphalt in the summer while the car was searched. Um, In each instance, the police were looking for drugs and found none. Mm -hmm. So that same week, um, the department was visited by Robin Engel, who is the director of the University of Cincinnati Center for Police Research and Policy. Mm. Her research had helped shape a model of policing credited to cutting violent crime in Cincinnati and Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. So she knew what she was doing. Yeah. The police chief at the time, uh, Steve Conrad, said, well, how do we do better? Mm. What do we do? And she said, she proposed um, kind of a change from traditional practices in Louisville and other cities. Um, cities such as Louisville and towns that you and I work in have a tendency to target a large area for frequent traffic stops or going after specific criminals. Yeah. Um, those criminals are quickly replaced. Mm-hmm. Her, um, not theory, but her plan is to focus on what she called micro locations. Yeah. A storefront, a parking lot, a city block. Um, the idea of that was to identify spots conducive to crime and adopt remedies like cutting tall grass in neighborhoods where felons hide guns or putting no parking signs. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Along a street where drug dealers idle in cars. So... In December of 2019, Louisville police were like, okay, let's let's look at this. Yeah. So they analyzed crime statistics and decided to create what they called the PBI unit, which is the Place-Based Investigations Unit. Ooh, sounds fancy. It's not. Um, <laughs> it's not. It was comprised of six um, plainclothes officers 
mm-hmm. going after specific spots. Okay. Um, where they started was Elliott Avenue. Um, it was a street of dilapidated and abandoned houses that just was a, a mecca. And um, only six officers? Six officers. Six plainclothes officers. Okay. I feel like Louisville is... It's a brand new unit. So I think yeah, it was like they but... were just trying it. Yeah, but six is still... Yeah. Well, a little low. Some of those officers were the ones who were involved in this. Okay. So, Elliott Avenue um, was just a mecca. It was like the equivalent of, you know, where I'm talking about. Yeah. So, a timeline provided by the city shows at least one killing occurred there um, m- multiple times, like, usually, like, at least one a year, specifically to Elliott Avenue. Okay. Um, in 2014, a teenage girl was shot multiple times. In 2015, a 49-year-old man was doused in lighter fluid and Jesus. set on fire. In 2016, a man was fatally shot. And in 2018, a homicide victim was found in his home. In 2019, a bystander died in a shootout. Mm. So the focus on Elliott Avenue um, kind of coincided with an existing city project to redevelop predominantly black neighborhoods. Yeah. They received over $30 million in federal grants. Oh, wow. And with those grants is when they started foreclosing on the properties. Mm-hmm. Um, which they, they tried to do in, in your town. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> so they... Um, it, it, people thought it was a political issue for the mayor. It was a political ploy for the mayor. Mm-hmm. However, community leaders and residents welcomed it really they're like bring it yeah they welcomed the investment they wanted to help they wanted to do what they could Mm. they can't let their kids go outside and fucking play you know and right some people are are victims of circumstance and they're doing the best they fucking can and unfortunately elliott avenue was the best that some of them could do and right you you can't you're stuck yeah so they want to make better what they had yeah i get it I totally get it. Um, by the end of 2019, the city had taken possession of nearly half of the vacant buildings and was working to acquire the rest. Among them was 2424 Elliot, 2425 Elliot, 2426 Elliot, and 2427 Elliot. Now, these were single family homes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they were also trap houses. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, a trap house is essentially an abandoned house where drugs are stashed, prepared, sold, the whole thing. Um, According to court records, Jamarcus Glover and his associates operated this series of trap houses. Okay. So now a little bit with Jamarcus, he had multiple warrants in multiple places. His record was just terrible it was shit yeah um he had two drug offense arrests when he met brianna yeah it's unknown if she knew about it you know Mm -hmm. um he had um an arrest in as a teenager he was put in a group home in 2014 he had multiple arrests in various counties in uh, mississippi in 2015 he had his first uh or he, excuse me he had an arrest for first degree possession of a controlled substance in Warren County and received a year in jail. In 2016 he received 10 days in Jefferson County for possession of a controlled substance. 
And at that same time, he had multiple trafficking charges pending in Jefferson County. Yeah. So he had been trafficking drugs the whole time. Yeah. Um, he was facing charges this whole time, obviously. But, and that's why a lot Flip of people say, page. Brianna was, she was trying to get her shit together. You know, yeah. she's like, I'm, I want to buy a house. I, I want to have a family. I want to just do better. Right. She bought herself a new car in 2019. And that was like, you don't touch her shit. You don't touch her car. You don't sit on her car. You don't eat in her car. Yeah. She worked her ass off for that car. And she's like, you know, fuck up my shit. Yeah. So it's thought that that's why she was continuously trying to cut ties with Jamarcus. Okay. Um, She had told multiple people before that his run-ins with the law scared her. And after being questioned in a homicide, it scared that, the shit out of her. That'll yeah, do it. I would think that would scare the fuck out of anyone. You would think. So, now, these homes on Elliot, like I said, were the, the trap houses. Um, Jamarcus was stashing cocaine, marijuana, and prescription pills. Mm. Um, an informant was sent inside 2424 Elliot. Yeah. At one point and reported that six men were packaging crack cocaine and passing it to customers through a mail slot in the security door. Mm, smart. Yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, he did this. Some for, of these drug dealers are fucking. If they could put their fucking brains. It, I mean, dude, my if, God. Yeah. It'd be insane. It, dude, if they put their mind to something constructive like mm-hmm. and positive. Yeah. It, it'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. They'd be fucking geniuses. So now, I, I'm I have to jump a smidge, not a yeah. lot, but let me know if I'm okay. If I get you confused, do you want to drink of my coffee to stay focused? Yeah. What kind is it? What do you think? It's my special shit. It's so good. Oh God! Why didn't you make <laughs> that for me? This is from this morning. Dude, that's so delicious. Mm-hmm. That's not even funny. I made it myself. Yeah, that that's fucking delicious. So, on December 30th... Do you have more, by the way? Yeah. Can you make me one? Yeah, I'll make you one. Oh, we have to pause so I can make him one. Yes. Okay, so Mark has his coffee. Thank you for making it. Chance oh has his ice cube. Yes. That we had to wait for him to eat. And Mark's like, Jesus fuck, how many did you give him? No, he was he loves ice. Chomping away. He heard me open the fucking freezer and came running. Oh my God. So, all right. December 30th, um, just a couple days after the PBI unit was started. I feel like PBI is weird because it sounds like PB and J and that's what I think of. Yeah, I know. And then I want peanut no, butter and I'm jelly. Hungry. And like my mind just, poof. Yeah, you know, I'm hungry now. Shiny things with a monkey in the background. And right. Symbols. Yeah, that's my brain. Um, so police executed search warrants on 2424 and 2426 Elliot. Um, <clears throat> they seized eight guns Ooh. and a surveillance system, four grams of crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot. A um, lot. Yeah. According to the police log, Jamarcus Glover, along with five other associates, were arrested in this raid. Mm-hmm. Now, they were all released on bail at some point. But that same night on 1230, Brianna posted bail for uh, an acquaintance of Jamarcus who was arrested from this warrant. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why she bailed him out and yeah. not him. But like, why didn't she bail Jamarcus out? <laughs> right. Um, That's kind of confusing. But there are jailhouse recordings of Jamarcus talking to Brianna 
from January 3rd. So while he was in jail for that particular arrest. Um, In those jailhouse recordings, um, he's talking about money and getting somebody out. And she's like, they're already at the trap house, basically. Um, And she tells him, like, your run-ins with the police, they make me nervous. You know, yeah, and he's like, "Well, just bail me out so I can spend time in in your bed." And they say, "I love you." They exchange "I love yous," and he hangs up. Mm-hmm. So, on January second, Detective Joshua Joshua James Janes Janes Joshua Janes. There you go. Jesus. Um. Oh, remind me Jeez of that. Speaking rice. of Jesus, remind me to tell you something. Um. What was that? My sensor is expiring in less than 30 minutes. Oh, boy. Um, mouth to mouth? No, just my sensor is expiring. Not, uh, I know, but I was, I'm ready for mouth to mouth. I was giving myself it. a shot of insulin today. And the mechanic walked in. He's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, oh, my God, I will be in five minutes. And he's like, what do I need to do? I'm like, nothing. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dick. I know. I'm such a douche. So, um, so Detective Joshua Janes of the police-based investigations unit asked for a camera to be installed overlooking the 2400 block of Elliott. Uh, Within an hour of it being installed, it captured 15 to 20 cars briefly stopping in front of 2424 Elliott, which was, quote, indicative of narcotics trafficking. Damn. Which it is. Yeah. There's no way around it. Right. It is. You think? Um, So this was like... He asked for it to be installed. It got it installed. And within an hour, they had footage of this. Man, that's pretty good. Um, At 5.53 p.m. that night, a white Chevrolet Impala pulled up in front of the house and Jamarcus Glover exited. The car was registered to Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Um, Over the next two months, the squad surveilled the Elliott addresses, all four of those homes where Jamarcus operated. And now they started surveilling Breonna Taylor's apartment, which Mm. was 10 miles away. Okay. Uh, they also installed a GPS device on Jamarcus's car, and it tracked him driving to her apartment complex. Apartment complex. complex yeah, right there, babe. Six times. Not Jesus. stroking out. <laughs> Close to it, but. Um, <clears throat> soon after this, Brianna got her new car, which was a Dodge Charger. And it was seen at these trap houses on multiple occasions, including being photographed in front of it in mid-February. Now, I could not find if it was her at these homes or if it was Jamarcus. It is very much implied that it was Jamarcus in her car. Yeah, but you involve yourself with a drug dealer. And he uses her address in this apartment as his home address. Yeah. And did... Up until late February of 2020, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> when they did the search on her apartment, and I use the term search loosely, they found mail with his name on it uh, at that address. Yeah. Okay. So the evidence obviously was extensive. Yeah. So um, there were warrants applied or applied for to search the premises. Um. They were accurate to a point because now these warrants are being um, applied for in March. Okay. Okay. So. <clears throat> Wait. The, so, so the activity is in January. Correct. And the warrants. So the activity. Okay. So. Did they continue the surveillance? They continued the surveillance on the Elliott home, on the Elliott addresses and 
from what I can tell, Brianna's apartment complex through okay. February. Now, the biggest part of the warrant application to search Brianna's home was in January, Jamarcus Glover was witnessed entering Brianna's apartment empty-handed and leaving with several post office boxes. Okay, so several packages. That's two months right. apart. That, that I'm would getting there. never yeah. fly. Now, never fly. <clears throat> I, I don't know what judge in their right mind would sign no. that. Um, so that is, that is how Brianna got brought in. Okay. They alleged that Jamarcus was using her home to store packages full of drugs, store drugs, and store money. Okay. That was their justification for the warrant on yeah. Brianna's home. I feel like I have to say this now. Could they justify a warrant on her home based off of that? Yes. Could they justify the no-knock warrant? No. No. Not at all. Um but there's two months in between. Right, I mean right. I, I in the warrant does it like I'm I'm interested in like what is in the warrant. Is it the stuff from January yes. or is there now how the fuck would a judge sign off on that? Uh because unless it's continued. It was there was information that was allegedly and I will use the term allegedly now fabricated in order to obtain said warrant okay okay so because <clears throat> i i mean unless it's like within the last 48 hours mm-hmm. right no, which is no what judge is, said, is gonna sign my warrant right and that is said multiple times in multiple sources that generally any kind of warrant no knock warrant regular warrant doesn't matter activity has to be corroborated within 48 hours of the execution of the warrant not just the application, but the execution. Yeah. And I mean, if, to get a no-knock warrant, yeah. there needs to be eminent danger. Right. So a no-knock warrant is when police go to a home and execute a search warrant without knocking. That's why it's called a right. no-knock. Or announcing. Or announcing themselves as police. The point of these type of these types of warrants are mainly focused towards trap houses and drug houses to catch the drug activity and the people doing said drug activity off guard. Yeah. You want to catch them in the middle of it. it yeah. It's not just that. Yeah. You know, I em- know. Eminent. Like there needs to be an eminent threat. Like it's known that the, the target is armed at all times. Right. This, know. they based these warrants off of, they wanted to catch them in the act. Of packaging the drugs. I, I I'm, can, wow. Okay. They never, I couldn't find anything. And if I do find anything tonight, um, in regards to Jamarcus or his associates being armed, um, most of his offenses are drug offenses. Yeah. Um, they don't, I didn't find any like, you know, armed gun offenses or anything like that. I mean, that. that's usually how um, it is. I, I, I don't know the specific yeah. details in Cook County. Kentucky is a... Is I've, a... I've written oh, yeah. a, at least 100 search warrants. Um, maybe not that many. Maybe, maybe no, I'm sure you have. Pretty close yeah. to it. Um, I've never written a no-knock warrant, but, I mean, there needs to be... 
I know for the the SWAT team here, mm-hmm. there needs to be imminent danger. Right, right. Someone is armed, like it's it's barricaded, yeah. and they're armed. And really, from uh, what I could find, I don't um, know. I'm sure it's a little different in well, Kentucky. All I but. could find really is that as long as the it is written up as you are looking for a no knock warrant, that's what you are are applying for essentially. If it is written up as a no knock warrant, and the judge approves it, then you're good to go. So in this case, in Kentucky, no knock warrants were used frequently four drug houses. Wow. This was not the first time this particular drug judge had signed off on no-knock warrants. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really didn't seem to have an issue with doing so. Wow. Now, did the no-knock warrant help in this case on other homes? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. But, I'll, and I'll get into it with the alleged fabrication of information. But, but if you... It was alleged that the activity was continuous. Okay. And was thought to have been happening just prior to the application of this warrant. Okay, that, that's what I was going to yes. say because you have to show in the warrant right. not two months ago. You have to show right. that it's continued. So they um, they were going for five houses at one time. Okay? Oh, my God. So they were going for multiple homes on Elliott Avenue. There was another home on Muhammad Ali Boulevard and Brianna's home, which was 10 miles from this. Um, it was not close, essentially. And another thing, it's not uncommon to... To hit houses to at the same time. To hit houses at the same time. You want time. to. Yes. So one can't go to the other. Exactly. You yeah. don't want one calling the other or someone finding out, you know. I mean, you have people, you have snitches. You have people mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm. You know, are watching the house too. You know, bad people outside that are of it. outside right. that are are going to relay the information. So it's not uncommon to hit houses at the same time. Five is a right. lot, though. Five is a lot. Yeah. Which, again, was part of that culmination of catastrophic errors. Yeah. It was too much. I mean, usually I just hear of like two at the same time or there three at the same time. There didn't seem to be a whole lot of manpower yeah, to go around. That's an issue. So um, now according to the New York Times, the no-knock warrant, um, this type of warrant is typically used in narcotics investigations when the police need the element of surprise to disrupt criminal activity and prohibit suspects from destroying evidence. Uh, this was written an article written by Walter Signorelli, who was a former head of narcotics at the New York Police Department, and also uh, wrote a book on criminal law. Um, these are considered very high risk, and multiple jurisdictions across the country have banned such warrants after innocent people were mistakenly killed in raids. So uh, multiple officers were applying for these warrants the one that they named initially was joshua james there were four other ones that were actually uh subsequently arrested right for falsification of documents but he's he's the one they mentioned first so on march 12th uh between the hours of 1235 and 1237 these warrants were obtained okay they were the no-knock warrants for like i said the addresses on elliott avenue the one on muhammad ali Mm -hmm. uh boulevard and then brianna's yeah so um, <clears throat> they went to Judge Mary Shaw, 
who signed the order and who would subsequent, subsequently say later, uh, when being questioned by the New York Times, quote, I spent more than 30 minutes considering the warrant applications, reviewed the affidavits prepared for each warrant, and subsequently made the probable cause determination required of me by law. Now, 30 whole minutes for five warrants. Usually for me, it'd be 30 minutes for For one. one. And it only was that short if you knew the judge. Yeah. I feel like. I I mean, you may not remember because, you know, that whole brain injury thing. Um, But... I mean, if you didn't know the judge, it would it would take you it would take, a while. It would, yeah, it would take longer. Because they don't know. know who you are. They right. have to go, you know, they're going over everything with a fine tooth But comb. judges so, that knew you, they trusted quick. you right, and right. went through it pretty quick. So that's possibly what could have happened. I just feel like 30 minutes for five no-knock warrants is that's, very short. Yeah, that because, seems a little short. like you said, there are different stipulations for no-knock warrants versus yeah. a, a warrant. Yeah. So um, she said that uh, she, quote, asked needed questions of the officer, reviewed the affidavits prepared for each warrant, and then, like she said later on, made the determination. Uh, The warrant cited five pieces of information establishing what the police called probable cause for Breonna Taylor's apartment. Uh, Mr. Glover's car making repeated trips between the trap house and Miss Taylor's home. Her car's appearance in front of 2424 Elliott on multiple occasions. Surveillance surveillance footage of him leaving her apartment with a package in Mm mid-January. A postal inspector's confirmation that Mr. Glover used her address to receive parcels, but they only saw him leave with one. Right. And database searches indicating that as of late February, he listed her apartment as his home address. Okay. Okay. So, and there's pictures and, and everything like that. Right. Um, it, it just, there is documentation that they had a relationship. Nobody denied they had a relationship. Right, right. Um, what happened in that relationship, Jamarcus Glover is actually very conflicted in saying too. So, he won't come to a, an actual statement of it. Um, but after the whole getting her involved in the murder the, the murder investigation and everything, he, he really just kind of backed off. She paid his phone bill. He held money for her. Yeah. But, like, he would later say it was just money to pay bills. There's recorded, you know, audio to say other. but Otherwise. Right. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, she's involved. She's involved. There, there's she's no involved. way around and it. And she's, she's, she's trying to get herself out of it. Yeah. But she, yes, she is involved. And like her aunt said, she just couldn't figure out a way to cut ties with him. Yeah. Okay. So what everybody says at this point is that in February of 2020, she broke it off with him completely. Mm-hmm. At some point in February of 2020, she put a stop to it. She started dating Kenneth Walker exclusively mm-hmm. and had for all intents and purposes cut ties with Jamarcus Glover. Right. She didn't want him being involved in the new relationship. She didn't want him breaking it up, you know. Um, So uh, their relationship supposedly had ended. Okay. Okay. So these warrants are obtained on March 12th. 
there are groups of teams going to each home Mm -hmm. and there are over 70 officers involved wow okay yeah um there you can see pictures of the whiteboard where the teams are broken down per address um and it looks as if they were attempting to hit the homes all at once right so what happened what it seemed was they hit all the elliott homes at one time and then they hit the muhammad ali boulevard in Mm. very short sequence after that and then approximately 40 minutes after the Elliott Holmes were hit, they went to Brianna Taylor's home. That's a long time. That's a long time. Now, in the Elliott home search warrants, yeah. when they were executed, they found their target, Jamarcus Glover. Okay. So he's who they were looking for. Yeah. Specifically who they were looking for. They found him at 12. His initial arrest report says 12. Okay. Uh, An arrest report that comes out later says 1240. Times are very obviously changed on paperwork. Maybe he made it to the station at 1240. No. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. So they have their target at midnight. Yeah. That's who they're looking for. That's right. why they're doing the no-knock warrants, to catch Jamarius, Jamarcus Glover off guard. So they got him. So they got him. And they found they found him in front of a table with drugs and fentanyl and packaging it up. And they, they served their purpose with their no-knock warrant. Yeah. They got him. So why did they continue to do a no-knock warrant on Breonna Taylor's home? Probably because they had it. But that doesn't mean no. that you don't have to do it that way. Correct. Especially because just prior to serving the warrant, they changed it to a knock and announce. So knock and announce is bang, 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 police. Then they breach the door. Usually 30 seconds. Right. So. I mean, that's at least what we try to do. Yeah. I'll get yeah. into more detail about the time frames and stuff. So they have Jamarcus in custody. They go to Brianna Taylor's home. Um, they decide to change the warrant to a knock and announce. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to do. Okay. Right. So it's now 1240 and they go. Three officers go up to the door. I will get, I will give specific details mm-hmm. next time. Um, Jamar, or excuse me, Kenneth and Brianna had gone out to dinner that night. They had gone to Texas Roadhouse. It was the first night that she had been off work in quite some time. It was, uh, she'd worked four nights in a row. Mm -hmm. They went out to dinner and they didn't make other plans afterwards because she was on call till 11 o'clock. No Bed Bath and Beyond. No Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm -hmm. Maybe Home Depot if we have time. Right. Um, So she she was on call till 11. So she had to wait and see if they were, if she was going to get called in. When Mm -hmm. she didn't, they decided they were going to watch a movie and play Uno. So in Uno. true um, typical Jamie fashion, she started dozing off playing Uno. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God, is she? I you? know. So they Jesus. went to bed um, and put on a movie. They were watching uh, Freedom Riders. Do you know what that is? I have no With clue. With Hilary Swanks. It strikes me as like a Dangerous Minds kind of thing. I have no clue. I don't know. Hilary Swank kind of bothers me. Yeah, I'm not a no. um, Swank fan. No, she bothered me in Million Dollar Baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. But terrible movie, by the way. Um, yeah, it was. So they were laying in bed, 
and she starts falling asleep watching the fucking movie. Which, <laughs> according to what everybody else said about her, like they would have game night and movie night, and she would get through the games, and they would turn a movie on, and three minutes in, <laughs> she'd, be, she'd asleep. be asleep. And I'm like, that is you. Same girl, same. Oh my god. I love that they were playing Uno though. Like. Why the fuck don't we play Uno? <laughs> we should. I will fucking draw for your ass like nobody's business. Uh, fucking reverse. Motherfucker. Bring it. So Bring it, girl. They're watching a movie. She falls asleep. The last thing she says is, turn the TV off when you're done. So around midnight, they hear a loud bang on the door. Mm-hmm. It gets her out of a, a deep sleep. She wakes up and she says, who is it? No answer. They hear another bang on the door. So Kenneth and Brianna get out of bed. This is according to Kenneth Walker. Mm -hmm. They get out of bed and they're getting dressed and they start heading towards the door when they hear the bang. This time she yells at the top of her lungs, who is it? Yeah. No answer. Kenneth Walker says he grabs his, his gun, his nine millimeter that he is licensed to have. He's also a licensed carry conceal holder. Yeah. Said he's never shot his weapon outside of the range. But they were concerned that it was Brianna's ex-boyfriend coming into the home yeah, because it's possible made, made that sense. she still had some of his cash in the house. Ah, okay. So Kenneth says they make it to the hallway, and the next thing I know, the next thing they know, the door comes off the hinges. Yeah. Kenneth states he fires off one round. She said he pointed the gun towards the ground, let off one round as a warning shot, and then it was just a barrage of gunfire. Yeah. Um, while this is happening, neighbors, multiple neighbors, start calling 911. Yeah. Um, they are all saying the same thing. There's, it's, it's just rapid gunfire. They're right outside my door. Yeah. Uh, one woman on the 911 tape can be heard saying, my grandbabies are in here, my kids are in here. And I just heard somebody say reload. They reloaded and they're firing again. They're right in front of my fucking house is what she's saying on the tapes. Another man interviewed later said that he was watching TV and heard it and it sounded like the OK Corral. A fourth man interviewed was actually a Louisville Metro police officer. Yeah. He heard the gunfire. He said he got up. He turned on his radio. And that is when he heard officers screaming, 1030, 1030, officer down. 1030 is 10 code in Kentucky for an officer has been shot. Okay. So he said he put on his uniform and grabbed his vest and his gun and he went downstairs. He said, I knew at this point it was obviously an officer involved shooting. 15 residents were interviewed that night. Mm -hmm. One resident said that he heard the word police one time. Wow. So. Yikes. I'll give a little bit and then we'll we'll be done for, for part one. Yeah. Um, Kenneth, according to him, still has no idea that this is the police. Yeah. Has no idea. All he knows is that he grabbed Rihanna's hand and pulled her down on the ground when the gunfire started. And when there was a break in the gunfire, he looked and she had been shot. She was shot um, anywhere between five and eight times. I've read different things. Now, I don't. a lot of people might not know this, but with gunshot wounds, you have an entry wound and an exit wound. Right. So sometimes it's hard to tell how many actual bullets have hit a person 
versus how many have hit and gone through yeah. or hit and not gone through. Right. She's not moving. Um, an officer who was at the front door was hit. He was mm-hmm. hit in the leg, in the femoral artery. At this point, he backs himself out of the situation. They pull him back. Now, there's no EMS on the scene. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. Thank you. Now, we... What are you doing? We, as EMS providers, as, as a private ambulance company in the towns that we cover, very, very free... We did it the other night. We will get a call. You stand by 15, it. 20 minutes yeah. prior to serving a warrant and we don't go any sooner because right. we're not going to let you know we don't know what we're going for we don't want to let anybody else we know. don't we don't call you uh, right we get you, called right before because we don't want right we have no clue who has ties to who well and so we'll they give don't you want a 20 minutes right. hey we're going to be right. doing a search warrant yep. we need you to stand by and we'll stage within a three block radius they don't want us close enough to be near bullets but they want right. us close enough to be able to get there right we did it the other day. We we staged three blocks away. Just be in the area of such and such and such and such. So yeah. we did. They served the warrant. We left. No EMS was there. Oh Allegedly, EMS had been called away just prior to the execution what of the, the warrant. What the fuck are they doing? Um, and I know, I mean, I, I believe that they had, because they had SWAT at other homes. And I believe mm-hmm. they had a SWAT medic with them at some point. But, okay. Um. They're yelling for EMS for the for the officer. Right. This officer was shot in the thigh, um, which to most people is like, well, he shot in the thigh. It no, hit his femoral it, artery. Right. You're going to fucking bleed um, out. If they, he said he reached down and could tell by the amount of blood in his hand that he had been hit in the femoral artery. There is a video of them pulling him down and getting him out and putting a tourniquet on him. Yeah. Um, 100% if those guys wouldn't have known how to use a tourniquet, he would have died. Yeah. Um, his femoral artery was shredded. He was in surgery for five hours afterwards. No shit. So EMS comes to him. At this point, they don't know that Brianna is in the house hit. They don't know who's in the house. They what? Yes. Now, generally, before serving a warrant... Didn't they go you through? Have, thank you. No. 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 What? No. No. They didn't go, so the they search didn't clear it? was or never executed on the home, the apartment. The apartment was not cleared. What the fuck kind of SWAT team is this? The SWAT team wasn't on scene right away. The SWAT team was called from another location after the 1030 came out. Oh, my God. Dude, you, these officers, you keep going. So. One is hit, you take them out, and you keep going. They did not. I have so many so many questions and i will leave you with questions if people want to research it so they don't know brianna's hit right they don't know who's in the home they did not anticipate kenneth walker being in the home yeah uh brianna actually lived in the apartment with her sister her 20 year old sister Mm -hmm. and there was a frequently a two-year-old relative who was in the home a lot her sister was out of town yeah um they had seen allegedly Kenneth Walker coming and going from the apartment, so it should have been suspected that there would have been somebody in there. They breached that door expecting to find an unarmed female, and that is it. They had no idea that Kenneth Walker was in the home. Um, after the officer was shot, he, like I said, he slid down a door and went, backed up, scooted on his butt, 
He said he let off two more rounds and continued to scoot back on his butt to get out of the line of fire. Uh, he said he did not want to get shot in the back of the head. Yeah. Which, and in I, one of I the interviews, it. he said, I, totally I just I just wanted to go home to my family. I get that 100%. I'm a cop's wife. I get it. I get it more than most probably do. I have always said, if, if you have 0.3 seconds to make a decision, who's getting shot? You were the bad I'm, guy. I'm going you better home. fucking shoot and come home. Yeah. It's it's that simple. That's the mindset that we have as cops' wives and as cops. You are protecting your own life, you're protecting your brother's lives, and you need to get the fuck out of there because your wife and kids are at home waiting for you. Right. So I felt that. I felt it. In the same token, there's now thirty two shots that were fired. Ooh. Um Wow. The officer that was wounded said, I'm sorry, I thought I shut it off. The officer that was wounded let off six shots. Okay. The other... Which I get. Right, absolutely. Kenneth Walker fired one shot. Mm-hmm. The officers that were with, you know, doing the warrant, did not know that it wasn't Kenneth shooting at them. They just heard a barrage of gunfire, and you can't differentiate one gun between the right. two. You don't know if it's your partner's 9mm or if it's the bad guy's bad, you know, 9mm. Right. 32 shots were fired. Wow. And then there was silence. Silence. Mm. They get him off the scene, and I don't know where they pulled him to, but at 1247, Kenneth Walker calls 911. What? Kenneth Walker calls 911. He gives an entire... 911 call. Yeah. He says, somebody just hit the door and shot my girlfriend. So what the fuck are the police doing? I don't know because you can't hear them. You hear nothing in the background. You hear him. What the You hear fuck? him trying to answer the dispatcher's questions. And she's asking, where is your girlfriend shot? Is she breathing? Is she moving? Standard Dispatch questions for a shooting. Well, at this time, the dispatcher, dispatcher should have known sh- should, and should be telling him, hey, that was that's the police. the police. Yeah. So he calls 911 and at some point hangs up the phone with 911 and calls his mother. Oh, what the fuck and is tells, going on? Tells his mother what happened. What? And she says, you need to hang up the phone and call 911. And he said, I did. And he, yeah. he hung up the phone with his mother and he called Brianna's mother. And he said, what is going on? Someone dude? broke in the house and shot Brianna. I don't know. And hung up the phone. What? At no point in time did the 911 dispatcher say, that is the police at your front door. Yeah. You need to put your gun down. You need to surrender yourself. Yeah. Make it known that you are in the apartment because they don't know Absolutely. at this point. They have right. no idea. Right. Not None of that is said. There's no commotion outside. There's no talking outside. They pulled the, they the shot officer off the scene. And then I don't know because they did not attempt to get him out of the apartment until 1253. Dude, what are they doing? At 12.53, they regroup, and now more officers have arrived. Um, These second round of officers that arrive have body cams. Yeah. The first round that breached the apartment, no body cams. 
Well, that's kind of messed up. Well, and from what I could tell, and I will correct myself if I need to, uh, approximately 10 years prior to this, uh, Louisville demanded that their officers wear body cams. Yeah. The narcotics division requested to not wear body cams as they thought it would interfere with their investigations. I I could see that being yes and no. Yes, both. I, both. Now, at, I at also... At times, yes, but during a search warrant... Right, right, right. Well, just, I mean, you, you want to cover it. your own ass. Exactly. Imagine how much of this could exactly. have been just done yes. if they had body cams on. Right. Um, I did see in one report, and not more than one, that they were wearing body cams, but they were turned off. Mm. Now, I won't substantiate that because I only read it in one report. Yeah. It sounded more as if the plainclothes guys in Louisville just didn't wear body cams, and uh, that's just how it was. Jesus. Which I feel like you guys should be in them more than mm-hmm. anybody. Being jump out boys? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. We should. So there is that whole time that there's not, I mean, they're, they're, they just breached the apartment. They just shot into the apartment and he calls 911 and you hear nothing. 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 What the fuck? You are don't they hear doing? cars. You don't hear people. You don't hear anything. You should be hearing police, police, because police. Somebody from inside that apartment just shot an officer right why are you not continuing in and why are you not announcing yourself they pulled the the shot officer out and that was it until 12:53 at 12:53 they announced apartment number 4 come out with your hands up so now it's a second group of officers yeah i don't know if any of them were there when the actual breach happened mm-hmm. but you almost have to assume that these guys rolled up on scene and all they know is, is an that officer shot. the guy in the in that apartment just shot an officer. Right. That's all they know. Baby, you're beeping. I know. So I'm, I can't. Annoying. I can't help it. I can't turn it off. Sorry. Okay. That's it's made that way. So if I die, it beeps. Yeah. And you I, thank um, you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dead. Just so everybody. Knows. I'm, I'm going to be able um, to do a whole lot. Yeah. So. If you died, I'd, I'd just be fucking trying to turn the goddamn I know, thing the beep off. off. Our <laughs> listeners would be calling 911. Right. And they'd be like, find the dummy in the wheelchair. Right. Who's just trying to shut her fucking pump off. Who's looking for Jorge. Babe, oh my God. <laughs> I, the other day, when I was like, you know, can you clean up a little bit? And you yeah. called me and you're like, I don't know what you want me to clean. And I'm like, fucking roll around the house and find something dirty. <laughs> I swear to God, people thought that was the funniest statement in the world. They're like, oh, my God, roll around the house. I'm like, well, that's what he fucking does. I do. I'm like, I don't care. Strip jacks to your fucking feet pedals and put a Swiffer in his hand. I don't care. You were so pissed. I was so... Just look around the fucking house, God damn it. Roll around the house. And then you tell Jax, you need to start cleaning up after yourself because it's just getting old. And he looks at me like this. Because you're literally sitting in front of the bologna container that you did not throw out for 24 hours. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Welcome to my house, guys. Oh, yeah. dude, we're trash. We're trash, 100%. So, yeah. So, I'm going to leave you guys on that note. Ooh, man, it's getting good. There's a 911 call. There's nothing. And this guy, when you hear this 911 call, this man's world had just ended right in front of him. Yeah. And I've heard that before. I've heard that scream before. I've heard that tone of voice before. His, his whole world just ended. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of video footage of them pulling him out of the apartment. Um, a lot of things were said that I don't think were made public. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, you're like, Jesus Christ, 
But on the other hand, you're like, okay, somebody just shot their brother. Yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah. Um, but at a, right around this time, somebody's starting to figure out that somebody fucked up. Because they pull him in for an interview and, it, you yeah. know, it, it's it's a lot. Man. Um, so there's there's a 911 call that you can it's, you can listen to. Good. Um, it, it is said that Brianna's fatal shot was to the chest and they uh, they said her time of death was at 1248 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, she had extensive damage to. Come here. All right, so I yelled at the dog. Sorry. <laughs> at least it was a dog and not at you. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it could have been at you. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I'll have part two tomorrow or Wednesday. And the only reason Ooh. I say Wednesday is because we have football tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Um, Forgot but about it's, that. There's a lot. Um, Man, a, it's getting good and juicy. Yeah. There's a lot that I'm not sure how public it was, if you didn't dig, that didn't really know. was like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. So... And I didn't really dig, so a lot of this oh, is going to be Oh, babe, I'm like, going to blow your fucking mind with some of the shit that I found. Oh, Just man. as an officer, I'm going to blow your fucking mind. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. So. Cannot wait. Yep. Well, good job, babe. Um, I hope I made it man, easy you, to. Man, you did. With the timeline and everything, you made it very easy, so I do appreciate I wanted that. to give both sides that, like, because it, it comes and I, up and a I lot. And I think right now you're... And I'm not just saying it to say it. I think you're being as neutral okay. as possible. Good. You're just giving the facts. So, as... yeah. When I, for episode two, when I differentiate between the two versions, I will give like, okay, this is Kenneth Walker's interview and his version. And then, okay, this is Officer Mattingly's interview and this is what he said. And then this is Officer Hankinson's interview and this is what he said. So you'll be able Chance to see just yeah, <laughs> who said what and, you know. I won't give it all at the same time because then it's it's too much. But okay. To okay. be honest, there's very few when it comes to the actual shooting. There's very few details that differ. It's just a very yeah. few that are there that are huge. They're oh, huge. Man. And the, I I just feel like this could have gone in such a such different a different way. Way. <gasps> so chance is done. Yeah, he, he's, he's about <laughs> had it. He's he's ready to so, go. Yeah, I just, I, I hope the timeline was good. I wanted to give the whole timeline because a lot of people, there are, you know, there's one side of the fence that says she did it to herself. Yeah. She did it to herself. She had, she had ties. She did it to herself. And I just wanted to make it clear that we're looking at every angle. At both, yeah, so, both sides. Yeah. So, no, good job. Um, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you will not have to wait no, long at no, no, all. No, no, no. I need to get be... the second half out to get it out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. we're uh, Just give us a day or two and the second part will be out. Yeah. Uh, please visit us on social media. We love your comments. We try to comment back as, as soon as possible. And I answered talk to Patreon the other day. Oh, you did. did. Fancy did. you. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys. We will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.